Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello. Hey, Donna. Hey, Steve. Uh, welcome back, everybody. It's a Friday edition of the Donna and Steve Show. Nice. My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. Um, hey. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, you, Steve. You know, we, we followed the movie pass story for yes, we did. a long time. Yes, we, we were did. so thrilled. Anytime there was new movie pass news, it was exciting. If you remember movie pass... Uh, it was a few years ago, and you could get a card for $10 a month. You were a member of MoviePass. Yep. And then you could go and see as many movies as you wanted to, in short. And if you're thinking, that doesn't sound like it makes financial sense. How do they do that? You're right. It doesn't, and it didn't. And <laughs> now, Mark Wahlberg's uh, team, Unrealistic Ideas is his production house. Yep. They are going to be doing a docu-series on the rise, I guess, and fall All rise. of MoviePass. Now, if you're thinking Mark Wahlberg is what, huh? His production company also produced McMillions about the McDonald's Monopoly oh, game scandal for HBO. That was very well done. It was really well done. Um, this one is going to be based on reporting by Jason Garacio, who meticulously documented the company's rise and fall for Insider, formerly Business Insider. And so you've got a guy who was just entrenched in this, and now it will become a docuseries, which I think is going to be just great. Because a couple of years ago, it finally shut down in 2019. A couple of years ago, a day or two would go by, and then MoviePass was in the news again for something that had happened. It was a movie chain that was trying to say, no, we won't honor MoviePass subscriptions. And then a couple of days later, they've changed their pricing again. Now another movie chain says we're back in. And as I understand it, MoviePass was saying, pay us 10 bucks, you're in. And then they were footing the bill on the back backstage. They were then running credit lines to cover right. the cost yeah. with these theaters. And it... If it sounds like not a great plan, it really, really wasn't. And it was fascinating to watch. It was a, tr a business train wreck story that collided with the entertainment industry. And all of us, I knew people who were MoviePass members, and it was great. Ten bucks, you can see anything you want. Go to a movie every day if you want, and you yep. only ever pay $10 total for the month. Uh, it seems great. So I'm looking forward to that. They... My guess is HBO would be hoping for first dibs. Uh, the article I'm seeing on the AV Club does not 
state where it is going to be going. But I'm looking forward to that. I think that'll be very interesting. I think so, too. I think it's a, it's a smart uh, smart subject matter to cover because it was everybody was so intrigued by it. Yes. You know, like, should I do this? Should I not do it? And then, yeah, I think that's going to be... It's going to be great, Steve. I thought you might like it. I do. Tell me if you like this. All right. Um, Michael Bolton and um, what's her name? The new girl girl, Zoe Deschanel. They are going to be, you might even know about this because it's the ABC family. They are going to be the host of the celebrity dating game. It's a spinoff on the series, you know, that showcased regular people people looking for love. Yep. Have you ever seen an episode of this show? Like, mm. just even pieces of it. Uh, mm. All right. Well, they're going to host the project. They've gotten an initial order of eight episodes. Um... So it's going to be a celebrity thing. That's what I'm. That's where that's I'm the, worried. That's yeah. That's when. That's when things become a little watered down. To okay, me. So there are some things where you just don't need celebrities in the celebrity dating game. Uh. This is how it's going to work. The non-famous suitors are going to have the opportunity to guess the secret identity of the celebrity contestant based on clues and questions and parody performances by Michael Bolton. Oh, So you'll probably like that. I love Bolton. He's an executive producer, uh, and it's a Sony Pictures uh, TV series, which owns the dating game format. And, um, yeah, I think that... I have to watch it. I have to watch it. Yeah, you got to watch it. I, I want to see what kind of celebrities are going to be on. I was in a dating game. That's so I do have like I'm familiar with the format. Oh, um, oh, like in college? In college, yes. Freshman year. Lou and I were broken up at the time. Thanks for asking. And I was. Uh, Boy, you jumped right on that without I, wasting any time. <laughs> I was, listen, it was a fun thing. It was silly. It wasn't a serious, I wasn't looking to find love. I was just asked to be involved, so I was involved. Then I went on a date. A camera followed us. It was. I don't think I ever spoke to her again after that. The in, in the rest of the three years in college, you know, we would see each other from time to time, and nothing. Mm. Sparks didn't fly, guys. Spoiler alert! I got back with my ex. Got it. I did that once and took a trip to Cancun. With oh, the suitor. Whoa. Okay. Because it was like The Bachelorette. We did a version of it before The Bachelorette was even a thing. It was oh. only The Bachelor. So we were like, let's do The Bachelorette. That's a leap of faith right there. Wow. I went to Rainforest Cafe in Anaheim. <laughs> I love the Rainforest <laughs> Me Cafe. Too. Me really too. I'm fun. a big fan. A guy in Minnesota made it, I think. Yes. The guy, there's a guy that owns a bunch of restaurants locally here. Yeah. My buddy I went to high school with did all the, he does all the signs for all the big restaurants in town here. It's Kaufman Sign Company, actually. Yeah. So, like, any big marquee or any big bright sign you see downtown, his downtown, his family did it. But they put together that entire Rainforest Cafe thing for all of their locations wow. and all the, the lightning and the sounds oh, and all that yeah. stuff. Like, that so was so good that in was the his, rain. Yeah. I got to get my kids to the Rainforest Cafe. That would be fun. Yes. Anyway. Uh, back to the dating game. You went there. You went to Cancun. <laughs> yeah, I did. And I went. We got to gotta hear more about that. Later. Yeah, I don't know if I want to share it. It was weird. <laughs>
Did you kiss this person? <laughs> no, I barely talked to this person. Oh. <laughs> Can you imagine? It's strange. You get down there and you're just not digging it, and it's like, well, what are we going to do now? But I, would, I, I did have other people with me. Oh. There was support. There was a support group who came along. <laughs> support <laughs> group? Well, you know, just so nothing freaky happens. Sure. So there was a few other, there were a few other staff members who joined along the way. All right, I'm done. Support group. I really feel like exposed. Right no, now. you're doing great. Uh, also, I saw this Donald Glover. We mentioned that he's going to be in Mr. and Mrs. Smith with Phoebe Waller Bridge from Fleabag. They announced that earlier in the week. Now, news is out that he has signed an overall deal oh, with yeah. Amazon. Yep. And it's for, they say, an eight figure deal. They haven't released specifics, but something above 10 million and below 100 million. He's very talented. Yeah, and so I thought it was a, a cool concept, and I was reading about this, and I thought, are we going back to the studio system? I think so. In the golden age of Hollywood, the studio system was the way that things worked. So big stars had their representatives yep. negotiate deals with companies. So you're with Paramount, right. or you're with MGM. And it feels like, first we were seeing it with producers, Shonda Rhimes, Ryan Murphy, doing big deals with Netflix. But it's only the streaming services, it seems. I think they're the ones who are just saying, we're, we control our own destiny a, li- a little bit more than networks do because networks are at the mercy of advertisers. And uh, streamers are at the mercy of subscribers. So you don't, if, you don't have to hear from advertisers saying, hey, this show isn't getting us good enough ratings, enough eyeballs on our advertisement that we agreed to pay X amount of dollars for. There's... Streaming is where you have so much more freedom. Yes, and so it's just interesting. He's going; he'll be doing producing, but if he's going to be doing acting as well, it'll just be interesting. In ten years, will we say, "Oh yeah, uh, Clooney is with he's with Hulu Plus, of course," and uh, so when, you know Donald Glover's with Amazon, yes, and yes, Adam Sandler yes. is with Netflix. We know that it's just kind of interesting. Old things are new again. Yeah, that's funny because I just watched that. Um, oh. Oh God, um, the, 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 the Sunset Boulevard. Oh, yes. And, you know, it was kind of, you know, from that era, yeah. and it is about an actress who worked for this, you know, I can't remember if it was Paramount or MGM or whatever, back in the day, and it's mm-hmm. kind of fun to go, oh, remember that? Like, Elizabeth, um, help me out, Purple Eyes. Uh, what? Elizabeth um, Taylor. You know, just think when she was a kid... She was represented by or or was yeah. employed by just the studio. Right. Interesting. Yeah. And speaking of Donald Glover, might I just make a side note? I can't believe that his video for This Is America does not have more views than what I'm seeing. How many does it have? It's a great video. Uh, 758. Oh, is that million? Yeah, that's million. Oh. I thought for sure this would have exceeded the one billion that is the best music video I have ever seen in my entire life. Wow. Can you think of a better video than that? No, probably not. I, I mean, it was very, very bold, very daring, very, it was a... It was a statement. Conception. Yes, yes, yes. To say the least, yeah. I mean, yeah, that was good. All right, we got to go. I don't want to. We're going to come back with a study, the most hated food in America. They have figured it out what the most hated food in America is, and I think it's going to bum some people out. 
We'll dig into that uh, and some other studies next on Don and Steve on my talk. Hey, we have to say thanks to Chill Boys for sponsoring our podcast, Steve. I'm glad you brought that up because maybe it's more awkward if I just start by telling you about the underwear that I'm wearing. Okay. Listen, I'm wearing Chill Boys underwear. They are, for real, the softest fabric I've ever put on my loins is that of Chill Boys. They're made of bamboo. I always thought bamboo were like bamboo shoots that pandas eat, but apparently, I don't know, I guess you can break it down and turn it into a beautiful fabric that is so cool and so comfy. Now, when you say cool, you actually mean physically, temperature-wise, cool. Imagine this. When I put my underwear on, in the morning or every other morning, (laughs) as I pull them on, I feel the coolness of the fabric on my legs and my... Loins. Well, the cool thing about it, thank you for bringing your loins into this uh, broadcast today. Uh, The cool thing about it is that it's got a little bit of spandex in it with 95% of bamboo. So you get that comfort, the perfect fit from what what? I hear. That's that's the God's honest truth. It's right where you need it. Chillboys.com. Go check them out. Chillboys. Comfort where it counts. Donna and Steve here on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson. We are buddies and we like to study. Studies have shown that... Studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings are study buddies... The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. All right, so there's the new study that figured out that... uh, what food every state hates the most. And so based on that, there is one food that is hated, most hated, more than any other food, which makes it the most hated food in America. 13 states hate this food more than any other food. Can I ask specific questions about this food, Bob? Yes, you may. Is it a vegetable? (laughs) I am not even sure how to answer that. (laughs) <laughs> wow. Really? Hang on. Hang on a second. Just give me a moment, will you? All right. Uh, Grant and <laughs> I will discuss. So I'm thinking something like a rutabaga or something that, I yeah. don't know, like eggplant, which I love. You like eggplant? Love eggplant. Mm. It is a it is a fruit, not a vegetable. Oh. But I had to look it up, so that should be a clue of sorts for tomatoes. you. Tomatoes. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Tomato. You guys psycho. Everybody loves tomatoes. Oh, they do? Okay. <laughs> that's true. Um, okay. Psych. I know everybody loves Sorry. potatoes. Yes. Uh, so it is a fruit. It's, but is again, it a fuzzy fruit? Does it have fuzz on it? If it's been in the fridge too long, no, it doesn't have fuzz. Okay. Eggplant came in at number three, by the way. I love yeah. eggplant. Oh my God, it's so good. <laughs> of course. Well, because you got to Parmesan it up, you know? You can't just take a chunk of eggplant. You got to put sauce on it and cheese and breading. Yeah, you could do that to anything and it's going to taste good. <laughs> yeah, you're just That's boiling fair. it. That's fair. That's fair. Um, so it's going to be squash. It is not squash. Ah, that Boy, was my guess. Yeah. I do love. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Squash. Uh, this is something that comes in two different colors. We're yes. talking about the most hated food in America. <laughs> and it's going to upset a lot of you when you hear this is America. You're not going to like Grapes. this. Grant, did you just have a breakthrough? No, I thought, nope, I was going to say peppers, but there's three colors there. I'm trying to think of things that Steve would not have been exactly sure was, in fact, a fruit. Yeah. So we know it can't be grapes because I think he's pretty aware. Similar, similar looking, though. If if they were in a police lineup, if they were in a police lineup. No, now, now remember, what I really didn't know was, is this a vegetable? That, that, oh, I see. That stunned right. me a little bit. Yes. I thought it would have been. If anything, I thought it would have been a vegetable. But so sure they're enough, little balls. Little balls. Okay. And they come in two colors. They come in two colors. And they are very much an acquired taste. And they can Prunes. be mistaken for, ooh. Rarely does someone eat one the first time and say, I love this. I give up. I, I hate this game. I give up. There's a black version and there's a green version. Figs. Grant? I am I am completely blank. Ladies and gentlemen, the most hated food in This is America. <laughs> Olives. Oh. Are you kidding me? That Olives. is like my all-time favorite, favorite. above I knew Brussels. that it would upset people. I eat them right out of the jar. In fact, yesterday when I went home, I had a plate full of olives. <laughs> you did, of course. A oh, my God. Are you serious? Olives. You don't like olives? So I like, you, Kalamata olives, amazing. Kalamata olives, yes, on a uh, on a sandwich. Stuffed olives with um with feta. You guys are weird. No, well you're. I wouldn't. I won't even weird. eat a salad if it doesn't have olives on it. You like two of the top three things on this list, and you're calling <laughs> us weird. <laughs> Donna, how do you feel about anchovies coming in at number two? Not a chance. Thirteen states hate olives the most. Twelve state. Uh, states hate anchovies the most. Then it was a drop-off to eggplants. That's just five states. There was then a tie between beets, bologna, sushi, and turkey bacon. Four states each said that is their least favorite food. Wow. I'm a big... And coming in at number five, Donna's going to love this. If she ever eats steak, which is like once a quarter, and by quarter I mean quarter of a century, it would be a well-done steak. <laughs> Two states hate well-done steaks the most. Right. I bet you would tell... Uh, a chef to just I have burn it yep. to death. Yep. I don't want to see any red in it, and nor do I want to taste any flavor. I'm guessing you like ketchup with yours as well. No. Oh. Mm-mm. By the way, I will say while we're on the topic of steak, I am <laughs> a proponent of a one. I see no shame in asking for a one. You're the one paying that the bill, cool, so I don't like, care taste. if the chef is upset. I nothing, like a one. Nothing tastes like a one. You know. That's so true. And it's you know, a standalone. Gordon Ramsay. Actually uses, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he uses, or is it ketchup? I think he uses A1. Somebody does in a mix for a burger. If you're making burgers ahead of time. Yes, that's a you great can idea. Mix in ketchup and mustard into the ground meat, and it's another way of infusing flavor. But you can do that uh, with, with A1, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's quick. Uh, carrots and pickles came in. Pickles? pickles? I love Oh, my God, I did that. I had those with my olives yesterday. <laughs> 
Oh, I like pickled stuff. Good for you, <laughs> I can tell you like pickled stuff if you have a plate of pickles and olives. I can't believe you guys don't like olives. Uh, no, no, no. I do like olives. Oh, okay. I, I don't. don't love them as hard as you do. Oh, and so I good. wouldn't say, ah, oh, when I get home. I'm having me a plate of olives. Have you had the deep fried olives at yes, the state fair? Yes, great, love oh, them. So good. But there again, if you deep fry anything, yeah, just like true. you were talking about eggplant, when I put chocolate syrup, Parmesan cheese, a couple of cookies on top, I just yeah. love eggplant. No, it's good. <laughs> eggplant Parmesan sandwich. <laughs> I did see a meme recently, and it said, "Has anyone asked cauliflower if it's okay being that? Because <laughs> everyone makes cauliflower something different. It's rice." It's potatoes. It's they're just the, the cauliflower is just a vessel. I have a friend who loves who will eat it raw but not cooked, and I'm the opposite. I don't want that raw stuff. Cook it up, mash it, add a little butter, Parmesan cheese. By the way, I just said someone on Instagram, Don. I I'm sure you'll be happy about this. Responding to me making my public announcement, if you missed it earlier in the show, that I will be smoking a brisket tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I put that on my Insta story, and then somebody messaged me and said, easy on the smoking, there are a lot of carcinogens. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not happy about it. It just is what it is. She's worried about you, bud. It's only once a week. Okay. You know what I mean? Are it you starts out that way. It starts out that <laughs> right? way, Steve. It's a gateway drug. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm just smoking everything. Yep. You can smoke side dishes on the smoker, mm-hmm. like mac and cheese you can do. Are you eating it like more than once a week, though? You're do- making it once a week, but are you having leftovers? Well, last year, excuse me, last weekend's feast, the pork butt, was a feast. It was like Jesus feeding the 5,000. I just kept going back, and there was more and more, and we just kept eating more pork. Yep. It was really great. Hey, you're having fun. You do you. Having a good time. You're a very special boy. Probably the worst thing is that I do uh, smoke heavily while I use my smoker. You do not. I don't. That's right, kids. And this was a message by the health company. The health company. smoke. Just, you know, the health company. You know them. Just you're breathing that stuff in, you know. Oh, I love it. Okay. Smoke and Steve is going to be on Monday on Twin Cities Live. Oh, God. Is this like a thing that you guys are doing every week? Not every week. A lot of weeks. All right, you want to get to our Facebook question when we come back? Yeah, if you're stuck on a desert island for a year, you get to take one movie. Which one? Why? Mm. Next. Welcome back to the show. It's Donna and Steve. My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. I am very um, intrigued by your question on Facebook today. As I was scrolling down to it, I scrolled right past a post that went up. uh, If you don't already follow my talk on Facebook, go do that now. Latest post says, it's Friday. Can I get a yes, queen? (gasps) Put me down for a yes, queen. Is it really? Yes. Queen. Queen. Oh, that's fun. (laughs) <laughs> it is fun. Here is the uh, what came to my mind this morning, and I don't know why. You're stuck on a uh, deserted island for a year. What movie do you bring with you, and why? And for any punks out there, yes, this island has a television and, and, and uh, an electrical grid. So don't get, so how don't is it be deserted? a wiener. All right, just play along. Just play along. All right. Instead of a book, let's talk about a movie. Sarah picked mine. Which you, oh, almost famous. You got it. I love that movie so much. So I'm going to go with The Dark Knight. And I just like the feels. It feels big and expensive. It feels like they 
pumped hundreds of millions of dollars into it. It's such a great story. What an iconic performance. Me likey that. It'll make me think like there's still a glossy world out there once All right. the I like helicopter that. comes by. That's very, um, <laughs> very dark, though. Oh, suddenly. <laughs> I'm just saying for you, not for me, for you. All right, Grant, you got one? Uh, mine's not very uh, special, but uh, Christmas Vacation. I can watch that movie any day oh. of the year, all day, every day. Oh, that's, that's cool. Cute. It makes yeah, me laugh. Good. Every single scene makes me laugh. No question. Love it. Hmm. Uh, now I'm going to read the full answer from Jessica. Okay. Jessica, I, <laughs> I, it's the first one that I'm looking I at. I understand. Jessica says, the Harry Potter series. First of all, we're going to let that go. We're going to, it comes as a box set, whatever. <laughs> okay. She goes on to say, and you'll see why I'm being so lenient toward her. By the way, totally disagree with taking a point away from Steve from the Millennial uh, X Games. He didn't know the answer, so he shouldn't be blamed. Hate to say this, but it rests with Grant. I do love you, Grant, Jessica says. Just had to say that. I feel better now. Oh, L O. L. Because you're the one who made the mistake, Grant. Yes. For yes. accepting. Absolutely. I'm okay with Steve keeping his point. Let's just let him have it. Okay, so we'll go in next Wednesday. Well, just the one way to it one. is. We'll go one to one. We just kind of, kind of put them out there for blast. That was fun anyway. So okay. Don't, don't, tell, right. don't tell Cobra. I don't know what they're going to do if they find that we've overturned their ruling. Yeah, Because oh, they yeah. seemed... They were very intense adamant. yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. They wouldn't even let you try to defend yourself. <laughs> I thought... Seeing those two in the same hallway, like the really long hallway we have right outside of our studios, mm-hmm. if you're at one end and they're at the other end, do you turn? Do you go the other way? Do you dip into <laughs> KS95, take a detour? Just feels like they're out to beat the crap out of you. I'm picturing those, um, the rival monkeys, or excuse me, chimpanzees and meet the chimps. I'm picturing the twins from uh, The Shining at the end of the hallway. Oh, that's funny too. I know, that's good too. That's <laughs> yes. what it looks like up there. But Steve, getting back to Meet the Chimps, by the way, which yes. is available I was on uh, Disney. Yeah. Um, there is a there is a gang rivalry that, that happens. <laughs> so I think you should stick with it and not just stop at the first episode. There, There's drama that happens. There's drama. I mean, I know. they're Look, on the other side of the wall. Some are in the forest. So, okay, back to the... I saw Chimpanzee, the documentary... And there was a situation, there was a gang situation. But they're not at a sanctuary, you know? Yeah, they were in the wild, which made it even more intense, I think. Maybe. Listen, if you don't know what we're talking about, go back and listen to the bottom of hour two when Donna called a female monkey a (laughs) B-word. And that poor monkey's name that she called a B-word is Barbara. She's such a Barbara. Okay. By the way, um, Colleen said, I can hear you talking. We know what you're doing. You cannot overrule our judgment. Okay. We're going back to the original judgment then. No, they don't. I don't. I I feel like people are going to accuse me of cheating, and I don't like that. Sorry, Colleen. Love you. Okay. Colleen, you and your kids should watch um, Meet the Chimps. Don't watch it with Donna, because Donna's getting way too deep. Donna's experiencing Meet the Chimps on an unhealthy level. Everybody else, in fact, the most common things out of my house last night during Meet the Chimps, can't believe I buried the lead here, was look at their butts. Yeah, The butts weird. of the chimpanzee. What is happening there? It's like they're... It looks like a... Fake Like butt. a gourd. Like yeah. Like a, not a pumpkin, but a different gourd with the bumps and stuff. Some of them have decent looking ones, but other others ones have seen better days. Are like what happened? I know it was it tough. Looks like to, a terrible accident. Occurred. They should have 
blurred it, I think. Yeah, yeah, I do too. I do too. But I anyway. thought they were better looking, the butts. Aren't they just blue butts generally? Isn't that what Rafiki was? I'm thinking of Lion King and basing yeah, real monkey and all different. Of there's that. monkeys. Monkeys have tails. Chimps don't. Boy, these chimps, when they're full grown, look like gorillas, don't they? Yes, they do. I would have thought it was a gorilla. They're so big. So big. Anyway, they great will show. Kill you should you. watch it. And by the way, I don't think you guys are paying attention is what the problem is. No, we were fairly locked and loaded last night. Really? Yeah, it was the whole thing. We were all happy. We were happy whenever Midge finally got Barbara to nod at him. We were excited about that. Okay, but what about when he meets Donovan? Did he meet Donovan? Yes. I don't think he met Donovan in episode one. You have to watch episode two. There's so much drama. Like Donovan is like, (laughs) oh, you're not going to diss me. You're not going to disrespect me. And then they all turn on Midge. Is, is this, do they have like a, a script or? No, no. you're supposed to No, they're to writing follow... in the narrative to this. Yet, he could very well be like, let's go play with him, whatever. Donna has gone right. hook, line, and sinker you guys... for the fake dialogue of these chimpanzees. Here's what it sounded oh, like when Donovan oh. said we need to turn on him. Here's what it sounded like. Yeah, nothing, because Donovan no. didn't say anything because he's a monkey. Donovan started jumping and pounding his chest and getting really mad at him and getting in his face. So then Mitch had to bow down to him because you don't disrespect it. And all the other animals probably yeah. would have killed him that were in that family. You don't disrespect the Godfather. D- <laughs> Bubbles, why do you do this to me, Bubba? Mitch, why do you got to be like this? Anyway, great you show, like- Disney+. Plus. Didn't TBS a few years ago have just a monkey sitcom where it was like monkeys in a workplace? <laughs> I don't know. You would like all this sort of stuff, Donna. I don't know. I like the real stuff. Anyway, some other answers of uh, what movie would you take with you to your deserted island that has electricity? Donna. <laughs> Inception is what Amy said. Downton Abbey said Judith. There's a movie. Pride and Prejudice says Danielle. Fifth Element says Jody. Oh, Je- oh, Jenya has a great idea. Grease, because you need some music. You could bring your iPod. Yeah, there are charging stations. <laughs> it's, it's amazing that you can't use your phone to call someone to come and help you get off the deserted island. You ever been in a situation like that? You can charge your phone, but you get no service? This is the exact scenario. Oh, got it. Okay. Good to know. Maybe I should have said, if you were at a pretty well set up airbnb (laughs) for a year okay we forgive you suzette says the sandlot yeah it's so good grant have you seen it oh the sandlot yes yes baseball is my favorite thing in the world there's nothing better in my eyes than going to a baseball game so that is my that movie wouldn't it be cool grant with baseball i loved baseball growing up just loved it um wouldn't it be cool if they made it a lot less boring (laughs) <laughs> that's why you go to the, if you go to the game I agree Steve it's three one of those, innings tops <laughs> that's right <laughs> that's home it. run derby did, that's did, it did I hear you say that some of the world series were played in nine games yes there were, there were four of them that were best of nine series in 1903 and then 1919 through 1921 wow that was I heard that, that blew my mind cool sorry Donna, for the side note set the scene being at the one in 1921 <laughs> give us the sights and the sounds <laughs> you're hilarious uh by the way uh, speaking of oh jing lai says the bridesmaids 
Jing Lai replied to her own comment and said, such a hilarious movie, and it somehow has got everything in it. Growth, friendship, love. Oh, she's so sweet, isn't she? Trish is a smart A-double snakes, and she said, a boat? Question mark? Okay, that's not okay, a that's movie. Not okay, that's uh, not okay. Care Bear says, the greatest showman. I gotta watch that. Overrated, in my opinion. Okay, so Michael says... Okay, so it's both deserted and a dessert, or just a formerly inhabited and now deserted island. I don't know. Maybe right. Barb and Star, because I haven't seen it yet. It seems like it should have brought something that would give survival skill tips. <laughs> but, but geez, Michael. All right, so technically it's a desert island, not a deserted island. <laughs> and that's true. No, no, no. Right, I, I right. Looked, no, I looked this up yeah. this morning. It's a desert island, okay. is what it's called. And that is an uninhabited... Right, because if it was deserted, you wouldn't be there. Good point. Right. <laughs> it's a desert island with 5G, a 4K TV... <laughs> and a couch. And a charging station. And a couch. I mean, well, it's hard to get. And a fireplace. Devil Wears Prada, <laughs> says David Schulte Jr. That's a great movie. Urban Cowboy. Hmm. Says Julie Nelson. Somebody else said the the Thin Man movies. What are those? I can't remember. I'm sure I took a film class that included those, and then I fell asleep and never really knew. Thank you, boy. Film class. Oh, those are. If you ever have a chance to take a film class, great opportunity to nap. <laughs> <laughs> it's dark. You could just put your head down. There were five Thin Man movies ranging from 1939 to 47 or 36 to 47. So when was your class, Donna? What year? Uh, 48, ah, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah, so I missed the boat. Sorry. He's turned on you, Donna. I noticed that. I'm you guys having are buddies at first. Oh, You're suspended. dogs. <laughs> Steve, you have a dog, too. That's right. Yeah, but you don't love your dog the way we love our dogs. Your dog is like a lamp in your house. I know. Everybody's like, boy, why aren't you ever posting pictures of your dog on Instagram? And, yeah, and I, Kelly Hansen, Twin Cities Live reporter, is posting things about her dog every day. And, oh, my heart is just so full. I see this dog all love. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. He's cool. You're kind of the guy that if so, if you're at someone's house and their dog comes up to you, you're you're kind of like pushing it away without making it seem like you are so that the owner of the dog doesn't get offended. <laughs> but you're like, ew. No, you know what? We're actually bell training our dog right now, and it's starting to go fairly well, where oh, you hang good. bells mm-hmm. on the front door handle. Yeah. And then uh, and then they nose it. When they got to go the potty. When they got to go potty, now, which is good because we don't have a barking dog. The dog doesn't bark that's good. to that's let great. you know. The bad thing about that is if you give the dog a treat every time he comes into the house, Mm -hmm. he will start manipulating you with the bell. Yeah, we're not doing the treat. Good, that's good. We're just doing like, good job, buddy. And then we're trying to watch him most of the time. Let's say we're hitting it at about 65% right now. Of When you send him out, if he's rung the bell, you need to just watch him for a few minutes. This is not playtime. This is not, I want to go outside and play. This is, I need to go outside and go potty. So how do you correct that? So then you just have to bring him back in. So you give him a few minutes. If he doesn't do his business, this is not time to lay down in the snow and chew on mulch. It's time to defecate. <laughs> That's what our t-shirts read. You don't uh, love your dog the way we do. No, you don't, Steve. <laughs> no, I do. I love my dog, I, but I have to be the leader. I have to set some ground rules. No, that's fine. That has nothing to do with it. I'm just not doing this. It's just this, your overall the, attitude. No, I love the dog. He's great. He's great. 
He's we more, love him. I feel like he's more like a, a not a task, but like something that you're trying to like master trying to accomplish. Yes, yeah, ma- like I do can... want him to be well trained. That's for sure. I want you know what I don't I don't want to care about party tricks. I want a well behaved yeah. dog, does a well mannered dog. Yes, he does the Wheaton greeting, which is what they call it. And so we're really trying to work on stopping that. So when people come over, we're trying to make sure we have a leash on him if we can. And then you step on the leash and then they go to jump a couple times. Nothing happens. And then if you can tell your guest, don't reach down and pet him and give him the affection until he is calm. Mm -hmm. Then that way, if you pet him when they jump on you, then they think this is what gets me pets. If you wait until they calm down, then they think being calm is what gets me what I'm looking for. Mm. Great. I'm I'm very impressed by you taking this on yourself Me instead too. of like I would probably if I got a puppy I would send it away to be trained and then get it back and- but you guys see this more as I'm like Professor Snape and my dog is Harry Potter yes oh exactly <laughs> it's more of a cold but in the end we know There's we're on the same there. team you're yeah. doing every I mean every time you bring something up as to how you're approaching it you're, and doing, how you're, it right. you're doing it really good and you're doing it right so I mean not that I'm an expert but it sounds like everything you're doing is on point well yes, wish Steve. me luck because uh, next week I will be doing an at-home neutering I'm just gonna try to do all it right myself. when we come back we've got the final stretch of our show you know uh, people in Texas been hit pretty hard um, with cold weather a lot of people are displaced and you have a really cool way that we can help the people it of is Texas. so easy and you will know which specific need you are meeting it's really cool i saw it last night i'll tell you about it next final stretch of the donna and steve show on my talk 1071 everything entertainment donna valentine and steve patterson well we know that grant i apologize donna you were doing the intro, and it was sounding so good. Yeah, okay. Obviously, there is uh, just terrible stuff happening down in Texas with power outages, pipes bursting, um, people I, reading all sorts of stories, people's yeah. ceilings caving in, fires when power comes back on because of sparks that are caused. Mm. I mean, just all sorts of really, really bad stuff. So anyway, I, I last night I'm on Instagram, and... I see the Instagram of our friend at Sharon says so. Mm-hmm. We talked about her a few weeks ago. Uh, she is a Duluth gov- former government teacher mm-hmm. who rose to Instagram fame late last year in and around the election because she was just dropping bombs of like, here's nonpartisan, here's how government works. As people had question about the election and more recently about stuff at the Capitol, inaugurate all sorts of things. She is just so smart about this stuff. And then will wax poetic. So she had 5,000 followers around the election. Then at the beginning of December, she had 50,000 followers, which is huge. And then she set up this thing of, can we do a random act of kindness now that I've got 50,000 followers? She then went on to 360,000 followers when I did an interview with her for Twin Cities Live. Since then, she has surpassed 500,000 followers. She has been a part of a, in a race, medical debt. It's called RIP medical debt. And for every $1 that you raise, $100 in medical debt gets erased. She did that. John Oliver did something similar a few years ago on Last Week Tonight. She did it a couple of weeks ago. Ended up erasing $50 million in medical debt. Crazy. Mm-hmm. So last night, I Amazing. go on and I see Texas Needs Our Help is what she had on her Instagram. And then I looked into what she uh, had said. 
She has a link in her bio, so it's a little weird to get there, but go follow her right now. Do it on Instagram, at Sharon Says So. Okay. But she has a link then in her bio that will take you to a few different um, things that she links up. And the top one is direct help for Texas. Now, the caveat here is you do need the Google Sheets app if you want to edit this. I have the app. I was unable to get it to connect with her page, but I thought, screw it, I'm going to do this anyway. So then what you do is you click on this, and she has put together a sheet where followers of hers who are in Texas or know someone in Texas can add their name to a Google Doc, a shared Google Doc. And then they put in their email address. They put in their Instagram handle. They put in then what can we help with, and then they post their little story. It could be a sentence. It could be a paragraph. Oh, okay. Oh, that's great. And then it says money needed, and pretty much everybody there says anything. And then they give you both their Venmo and Cash App and PayPal handle. So last night I was scrolling through, and it updates automatically every five minutes. And I went down, and I found one woman who was a single mother of two, and they had all sorts of stuff with flooding and pipes bursting, the whole thing. And then bada bing, bada boom, went right into my cash app, cash apped it to her, put a note of just praying that your needs are met by Aww. the love of people. She sends back a little heart emoji later. But if you've ever, when you give during a catastrophe, um, it's always good to do. It's always good to give. So let's keep doing that. But sometimes you give to a company and then you're like, well, where's that going? What yes, need is and that there's overhead meet? that has to be covered, and for, sure. for yes, from fundraising and that type of thing. And and not everyone who has a need on this Google Doc would necessarily receive the help from all of these different organizations. So right. if you already give to those, great. But if you're looking for a way to directly meet a need, go to at Sharon says so on Instagram. Okay. Click on the link in her bio, and then she has an easy. It's very easy from there. You basically just go down. Oh, and by the way. Um, you go down, find somebody's Venmo or PayPal and read their story, and then you can send them money in a note. But if you can edit it, what's really good, and I know I couldn't, but I was like, screw it, I'll just, I just want to give to this person despite that. Sure. But the point of that is then, as you are looking to see who could I give to, you can see who has already given. So I'm looking at one, $50 Venmo, 25 PayPal, 30 Venmo, 20 Venmo, 100 Venmo, 30 Venmo. So you know that that person right. has already received a few hundred dollars okay. in support. So, so it helps you to follow, further identify a need. Uh, at Sharon says so on yes. Instagram. Okay, I have a really cool story. I'm, I'm dying to get to this. Um, okay, there is a guy who owns a furniture store in Houston. He spoke with Michael Strahan yesterday morning. He's done this before. He's doing it again. Uh, there are a lot of people in Houston who've been displaced. Uh, his name is Mattress Mac. Uh, that's the name of his furniture company. And he opened his doors to 300 people who don't, who are currently homeless as a wow. result of what's happening there. And they're all staying in his furniture store. Uh, again, uh, Michael asks him uh, about it. Here he is. Well, Michael, the people were freezing in their homes. They had no heat and no electricity and then compounded the problem with no water. They were freezing, and I talked to the mayor on Monday night, said, can we do it Monday night? He said, the roads are too dangerous. And then Tuesday, he said, go ahead and open. And we had almost 1,000 people come in Tuesday, 300 spent the night, Tuesday night, same thing on Wednesday. So lots of people with lots of needs, and we are more than happy to open this furniture store to serve the community, because that's why we exist. That's great. And, and, you know, we see people sleeping behind you, Jim. And, and from meeting all these people who have come into your store, 
Can you get a sense of just how badly this has affected them? You know, they're not as traumatized as they were during Harvey when they had to wade through four feet of dirty water to get here. But they're just as emotionally distraught because the routine of home, the routine of uh, lights and water and being warm has been totally disrupted. They don't know when they're coming back to their house. They're calling almost every hour to the neighborhood or to the apartment complex. Mm. Are the lights back on? So their lives have been totally disrupted by this terrible power outage and the water shortage. So it's a tough situation, and we try to make it a little easier for them by getting them on a good Tempur-Pedic mattress, making sure they have <laughs> lots of warm food and uh, lots of camaraderie here with 300 people here. 100 children, about 200 adults. Wow. That's awesome. Incredible. Yes, he had 1,000 people come to the store uh, every day, but in the evening there was 300 people. There are mattresses. Obviously, it's a furniture store Mm -hmm. everywhere. There are living rooms everywhere, you know, set up. Yeah, that's awesome. So they have 100,000 square feet. So people doing great things for people in crisis. So that is really great. Hey, it's a uh, great time to make sure you're signed up on our listener rewards, yeah. too. We have great rewards in the month of February. You could win a private theater rental at AMC Theater, plus gift cards to Pizza Luce, REI, Caribou, and more. So get registered. You can uh, get registered on the app or on our uh, website as well. And you know what? Obviously, we are not going through what Texas is going through, Donna, by no stretch. That right. being said, we all see the ongoing crisis in our communities of supporting local shops who have been suffering in the midst of the last year. And so don't forget that My Talk 1071 is doing our My Talk Loves Local. And so all month long, we just want to share some of our favorites. And together, our hope is that we can make a commitment to supporting our favorite local places by shopping there, getting takeout, making home improvements, or making donations. So check out all the details, mytalk1071.com, keyword local. All right. Good information there for everybody. Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. You guys have a great weekend. We'll see you back here Monday at I'll call you later, Donna. Please don't. Okay. Okay, bye. (laughs) All right.